Good morning and happy New Year's Eve. Good morning. We are doing sips of sanity today and we are just kind of bringing in the new year. Mm-hmm. Our intention today or our why is to help you gain a bigger and better toolbox for emotional and intuitive intelligence. And today, Karen, you had a, such a great idea to talk about enmeshment. Yeah, Kel, like a lot of people come in and ask if they can have sessions where they want to open up their own gifts. And this has been going on with clients for you and I for a couple of years now where we run workshops as well to help people open up their intuition. But you can't do it successfully if you're enmeshed in a relationship or with a group of people that are going to constantly question it in a negative way and where they're going to always put it down. Or essentially have more power over you than you do. Correct. And that's what it is. It's a loss of power within yourself where you give it to another person or a group of people. Okay, so we are packing today's show by just beginning to explain what enmeshment is. So I went to the dictionary and a thesaurus to look up the definition and some similar meanings so that people could hear this. Catch, caught up, embroil, entangle, ensnare, snare, trap, entrap, involve, mix up, bog down, mire, to be involved in a difficult situation from which it is difficult to escape. So we're talking about this in terms of being in a relationship and feeling these things. Yeah. And I think it's important to point out that people can be in that difficult situation with one person. So it can be a child or it could be a partner or a boss or a friend, a coworker. It can be anything. And it can be groups. You could be involved in a gang. And I think people can really relate to that if they have a child or a partner caught in a drug gang. Mm-hmm. We think of that one first because we see that one in the news. It really jumps out at us. But we don't tend to see it if it's us. And our group is our brothers and sisters. Or our group are professionals. When we look at the TV and we see somebody else enmeshed in something, and it's easy because, you know, at that point, they're typically running from the police department, right? We see the criminal running away, or we see them being handcuffed and going to prison. We don't ever think that that could be us. Because we think we have our shit together more than them. We don't think our own prison could be the relationship itself. Or we don't think our own prison could be the state of mind we're in, or the level of chaos that we live in or create every day, or allow them to create for us, and we think we have to be a part of it in some way. Including a job. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe when we finally get the lights turned on is when we get fired, when we find out at the job that You know, if your husband's, you and your husband own it, he's having the affair, but now you're losing your job because of the relationship. But quite often we wait for the big crisis to occur. And for many people, that crisis has to be repeated. What about when someone else gets the promotion over you? Yes. Where you feel you've given your whole life. 
That's a wonderful example of being enmeshed and not seeing it for what it is. Mm -hmm. and, and it's good. It's good to keep giving these examples because quite often, as I said, we see it for other people when it's in the news, but not for ourselves. So if you're in a state of chaos, if you have confusion in your mind, if you can't think clearly, or like you said, if you're working towards a goal and the carrot keeps getting moved, if you're looking for closeness with a partner and they give it to you, but pull it away, give it to you, pull it away and repeat that pattern, you're enmeshed. If there's verbal abuse, Kelly, and there are any of those 15 signs of verbal abuse that go in a pattern and keep looping where you're either they're doing it to you, you're doing it to them, or you're doing it to yourself, you're enmeshed. If you're unaware of what Karen just said, we have Coffee with the Sarlos, our longer podcast series available on the website and on any podcast app. And it's episode 114. It's called The Verbally Abusive Relationship with Patricia Evans. It's important to know those 15 forms of abuse because when people are enmeshed in something, guaranteed some of those forms and many of them all running at the same time are part of your life on a regular basis. Because you can't be enmeshed in something that's negative and not be self-abusing. I like that. Mm -hmm. For those people who think that enmeshment means that it's just in one area of your life. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm with this guy and, you know, we're a little bit entangled and I'm struggling with that a little bit. But, you know, I, I've got control over that. You're wrong. Because it follows you into the other aspects of your life. It is your own belief or your own desire that you think you've compartmentalized it that you think you have control over it. But that's always a lie. Because that situation that you're in really will catch up with you the day the boss says you're fired. You haven't been paying attention. You've been making mistakes. I've been asking you this over and over again. You're forgetful. And they give you the list of the things that you are, that you have ignored, seen in yourself in order to stay enmeshed in that relationship. So typically we can have an enmeshment with a partner or a child and think that our work life or our friend lives or social lives are totally normal and healthy and they're not. And we wait for the your fired sentence or for the friend group that ghosts us to try and wake us up. And some people still miss it then because then they'll blame the boss They'll blame the friend group. They'll blame the person who ghosted them because they still don't want to see any of their own issues. And I think what they're all trying to tell you is that all along you haven't been able to think clearly. Well, no, because when you're enmeshed, you don't have your own thoughts. You're consistently waiting or trying to anticipate the other person's reality. And it's always shifting. So you stay in your head in the confusion, as you mentioned, never really being able to complete your own thought, never even knowing if it really is your own thought. And you stay pretty much paralyzed in a lot of ways for your own life. You may be able to spring into action to do for others, especially the person you're enmeshed with, but you can't make the steps forward to take care of yourself. Well, there's a huge 
need here for other people to agree with you all the time. So you become afraid of confrontation. You lose all of the toolkit to confront. So when you talk, Kelly, about that you go into a paralysis, and that paralysis can be emotional, but it also can be a very physical one. You don't literally know how to get up and go look for a job or go find a new job. You get stuck in one job, and there is your job or career paralysis. You haven't got a clue how to even do a resume. And even if you can go on the internet and simply find one done for you, where you just even plug in your information, you still feel paralyzed to even print it or even put in your name. So if that's ringing true for you right now, then you are enmeshed in some relationship that's unhealthy. One of the points that I really love that you put down on the sheet is that you feel that you are indispensable to these particular people. (laughs) And yet they prove over and over again that you're not. Yep. And they love to make sure that you know it. And yet you stay addicted to them. Yeah, and we've talked about the concept of giving crumbs. Where if they know you're kind of getting your strength, they know you're kind of slipping away and maybe you can't enter your name into that new resume. Mm Mm-hmm. Then they they feed you the crumb, the pat on the back, whatever it is they think or know that you need to hear to keep you just a little bit longer, just to enmesh you a little bit more. Yeah, Kel, because they might say to you, oh, good for you, you got your resume done. But then eh, maybe while you're making dinner, they kind of jab you and use those forms of abuse to kind of put you down a little. And then they compliment you again. You know, you better get up and go find a job. You know, that's good. I'm real proud of you. But then they put in another little dig. So they yo-yo you so that you really can't go find that job. You really can't get that independence or really truly think and make good healthy decisions for yourself and good actions for yourself. So they sabotage you and you allow it. So we've been talking about patterns of the victim and the abuser. Mm -hmm. So I think what we'll do just to kind of wrap up this show is to be able to ask you which one you are. Hmm. If you can now look at or hear some of these examples and think, oh God, that's me. Are you the victim or are you the abuser? Or do you go back and forth and play both? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because somebody could very well be enmeshed and be the victim of their spouse, but then actually be the perpetrator and do it to their children. Yes, So today, like we said, was just about mentioning sort of the what and explaining to you the why, the direction that we're headed in and educating you about enmeshment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope people are excited to listen to it and go, okay, I can see myself in this. Or clearly, I see my sister (laughs) or somebody in this, a coworker, and share the podcast. It doesn't have to mean that you have to say, hey, and confront them. It just might be something like, hey, this might be of interest to you. Excellent. So stay tuned for the rest of the week. We've got tools coming up for enmeshment. If you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at and we will talk to you in the new year.